Hello everyone, I'm Ram Harig, and the host of Her Voice, MasterCard's podcast series that lifts the lids on the success stories of phenomenal women entrepreneurs in the Middle East. As I speak with these amazing women, their stories will be amplified through this series, strengthening and amplifying their opinion, experience, and impact on others. Their inspirational stories will be their own personal accounts of what it means to be a woman with big dreams and how these dreams can be achieved despite struggles and challenges. Her voice was born out of MasterCard's vision to support small businesses to strengthen and grow a digital economy that works for everyone, everywhere, including women entrepreneurs. And that's why I have this pleasure of sitting down with six inspirational women, a rare opportunity to learn how they found their own voice against the odds and how they learned to stand up and be heard. We'll also discover and celebrate the exciting progress that has been made in line with Saudi Arabia's vision 2030. So grab a coffee, sit back as we amplify her voice through inspiring stories. Welcome to the MasterCard Her Voice podcast series that amplifies female stories in Saudi Arabia and beyond. Today, I want to introduce somebody who I believe truly embodies the essence of creativity and vision. An entrepreneur with roots in interior design and music who has also worked at the hard edge of the industry. A Saudi businesswoman who celebrates culture, promotes well-being, and cherishes the value of ancient Arabia. Sarah Rashid, it's a pleasure to have you. You describe yourself as a lifestyle entrepreneur. What does that mean to you? And what do you set out to achieve? Thank you for this nice introduction. So I like to describe a lifestyle entrepreneur as a business with the purpose of altering your personal lifestyle. So the catch here is not solely about making more money. In fact, many lifestyle entrepreneurs make less uh, in the first few years. Uh, a lifestyle entrepreneur focuses more on the life rewards provided to those that have a true passion for their work and enjoy what they're doing. Uh, so some of those uh, rewards uh, can include um, autonomy, fun, uh, you have the freedom, uh, you have the flexibility, and you get uh, a happiness out of that. I also would like to add that um, it's not tied to any specific location. So basically, a lifestyle entrepreneur can take their business anywhere they want in the world. But in terms of uh, controlling your business, uh, you can choose basically what you're good at, what your skills, your strengths are, your desires. And then this leads to increased job uh, satisfaction. And that also increases the life, uh, life satisfaction. I love that you mentioned that it doesn't have to be in the same place. And that brings me to a very important part of who you are, which is being a multifaceted person. That's amazing. How did you get into interior design and what inspired you to explore other sectors? Well, uh, first, my mother is an interior architect. And uh, I was just when I was a little girl, I just go to her office and just uh, play around with materials see the colors and uh, I always liked the, uh, the how to create a space. I love creating spaces 
from an empty space, a soulless space, and creating it to be uh, uh, like a hub or for us to hang out when we were young or a place to uh, study. So I do like to create uh, spaces, and that's what made me uh, study interior design. That's beautiful that you inherited this love of creating souls in spaces from your mother. So that brings mm. me to actually something that I found very fascinating, which is Sadu mm. Escape. First of all, really cool name. Yeah. What inspired you Thank to set you. up such a concept? Well, going back to the lifestyle, again, I grew up uh, not in Riyadh, uh, in the eastern province, and we used to visit our grandmother in her farm, which is uh, in Al Hassa region. It's like an hour drive. And she maintained her uh, and preserved her uh, uh, heritage lifestyle and Bedouin lifestyle. Um, although everything was modern around her, uh, world in Saudi was becoming uh, modern uh, day by day. She managed to keep that heritage always within our life. And she always celebrated it. So from everything, from the welcoming, from the... Uh, mud houses from the uh, crafts, arts and crafts that she makes with her hands from the culinary from the coffee making and date uh, she used to do everything she is just, we just sat there and just watched her uh, she is a true inspiration for for where I come from and where Sadu uh, came from and from there I moved back to the city, to Riyadh, when we grew up around the early 2000s. Uh, I saw all kind of um, uh, entertainment and designs. Everything was rapid in a rapid um, uh, movement towards uh, modernism, but nothing towards uh, something that represents our culture. So I felt with my design background, the music background, that I could do something a space, I can create a space that can be attractive and fun for all kind of, uh, all ages, basically. And uh, so I just uh, <laughs> grabbed myself and just uh, studied this and put my heart and soul into this. And with a lot of uh, thinking and detailed thinking and passion and love, And then it happened. I just started and did it and it grew. Yeah. It's beautiful. And I, I, I commend you for continuing your grandmother's and mother's legacy in, a, in such a way. It's so beautiful. And that brings me to my other question. Being the co-owner and entrepreneur of Sadu Design must have taught you a lot of things. What's the biggest lesson you've learned? I learned about weaving. Weaving? About, yes, weaving. Because Sadu design was based on traditional rug making. So from that, I focused a lot with uh, people that worked with their hands. So it's a, a generation past skill. Uh, and I work with um, artisans from all over the world. And also women were dominant in that craft making, let's say. So from that... I got a lot of uh, uh, perspective about patterns, about uh, culture, about how to imprint 
uh, your culture on a rug that would last forever. And then I uh, went towards uh, these sedu uh, and tent making uh, and sedu patterns in the region of Arabia. And from that, I learned a lot of untapped figures and beauty. And I just wanted to focus on that and make it grow more. That's where sedu, the word, came from. Your journey is truly an inspiration. Or actually, we like to say, your journey is priceless. What do you feel has shaped you into the strong, independent woman you are today? I think my father was a very determined man. And he was also my inspiration, uh, looking to him, uh, setting his goals and reaching them, uh, empowering women. He really empowered us. We're all sisters and I have uh, four sisters and two brothers. So he was always encouraging us to pursue our dreams and what we like rather than impose something or restrict us. So I think, yeah, that really empowered me. I can totally relate. My dad was also a very big driver in my life. Speaking of this difficult world, especially for women who, you know, who pick the unbeaten path like us, What's your advice to the young women with big dreams who are listening to us today? Um, well, you have to study your dream and work very hard on it. And it's okay to doubt yourself, but don't let other people measure your success and don't get their validation uh, in order for you to continue or to pursue your dream. And remember that success is directly related to the time and effort you put into your business. And each day is going to be filled with challenges. Every challenge is also a new possibility to grow and learn. So I think just keep just uh, keep an open mind. Uh, don't get fixated on one idea. Be flexible and adaptable. Open your eyes, see what the market needs, see what you are good at. and bring all of those together and uh, shape yourself and, and your true uh, giving self. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you for that. We are witnessing a great success in stories of women in the region. What do you think is still needed to empower women in Saudi and beyond? I think uh, women as business leaders, uh, it's very for- important for us to get the support from other uh, businesses and uh, the recognition from larger businesses. Uh, We need the initiative uh, of those big businesses to support the small women businesses, small and medium. And uh, that will, of course, flourish uh, all women and flourish the the, uh, industry in, in many ways. I agree. There still needs to be more support from all around, not just, you know, the people yes, around you. And uh, we have to all work together. Like if there's a, a, a huge uh, a platform that can uh, make us all share our experiences and share the businesses and work together as a collaboration. So I really uh, highly believe in collaboration. You mentioned your mom, your grandmother and your father. But I want to know. Who were the female voices in your life that pushed you to do more? There were many women that pushed me towards achieving 
my goals. Of course, the women present in my life, my grandmothers, uh, my mother, and a, a lot, Princess Rima Bender, Coco Chanel. I, when I read some biographies, I really can relate to that. And it's just a journey that is inspiring for me. That's beautiful. And so it's such a blessing to be able to be inspired by those around you and those just, you know, that have lived before you, but you can relate to them. One fun question. If you could go back in time and give your younger self one piece of advice, what would it be? Well, I will tell her just to be herself, be authentic to what she is, see her surroundings, try to make it a better place for herself and for everyone around her, and be confident, share your voice more. Beautiful. And one last question. What is something that is priceless to you? Family. Family. Beautiful. Yeah. Sara, Rashid, thank you so much for being here. I've been told to answer the question, which is what piece of advice you would give my younger self? I would give my younger self. Honestly, I'm going to, st- to steal or borrow a little bit from every single guest <laughs> we had. Because uh-huh. some <laughs> smart. Yes, every, everyone said something that I could relate to. But in essence, I think I would tell her to celebrate your authenticity, to accept that you're different, to, to love the flaws, to love the things that are different about you, because these are the things that will make you different in, in your career a decade from now. And that's what makes you you. It's going to hurt you sometimes, but it's going to make you ahead sometimes. Be original, never ever be a cheap copy of someone else. Be the best version of who you are. Be kind, love others, but most of all, be fair to the people around you and live with a code of being honest, authentic, and genuine. So yeah, that's what I would tell her. And not to be afraid to make mistakes, but... Sara Hagigi, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for sharing your story. This is exactly the reason why we wanted you and many others to come and share your voice to her voice in hopes of inspiring others to live their dreams. Because if we could live our dreams and achieve them, then others can. You're welcome. You're welcome. I wish that my voice would reach to other women. And uh, I did this not for any fame or anything. It's purely to inspire other women. You can do it. It's an amazing lifestyle. It has challenges, but the reward is amazing. So be you. Yes. So I can tell you for sure you have me as someone you've inspired and many others, I'm sure. Thank you so much. Thank you to my guest for that inspirational story. Her voice are stories of inspiring and brave women brought to you by MasterCard as part of a podcast series that amplifies the voices of women through women. If you feel empowered and inspired, may this be a reminder of the impact of your own voice to encourage and drive confidence in other women. Please visit priceless.com slash her voice and get to know the stories behind the voice podcast series. I'm Raham Harrag, your host signing off for now. Stay safe and stay tuned. Ma salama. <laughs>